You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, the show's about to start. I just need to ask you a massive favor. Please go to twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans and hit that follow button. It would be tremendous. Does Christian know I'm doing an ad before the show starts? Absolutely not. Is he going to be upset about it? Oh, yeah. But he won't be upset if he sees a bunch of followers on our Twitch account. So just go to twitch.tv slash soccer cooligans and hit that follow button. And I'm going to start playing the show now. And I bet you right when the show starts is when Christian texts me. What's going on, guys? Ellie from Copenhagen. You might not know who I am, but you've got nothing better to do. So watch the Soccer Cooligans talking all things football, politics, music, culture. Swipe up, click the link, do That'll something. Do. That'll Perfect. do. Perfect. I Bobby. Let's go. Okay, just a nice. Just get it all out. Just burn out all the energy I have and have the little bit that's left. (laughs) (laughs) What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Prem Show podcast. We are the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. Uh Uh-huh. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians. That was the funniest soccer show uh, that has ever lived Uh, right here. Yeah, but also happens to be the gulliest, by the way. Right where? Right here on Twitch, uh, every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, twitch.tv slash soccercooligans or el twitche.com. Go right into it or latinotemperament.com. Also, uh, almost forgot about that. Another lovely website. Thank you for (laughs) the contributions for uh, people here right on uh, on Twitch. We're having too much fun. Thank you, English announcers, for that Uh, (laughs) wonderful, wonderful URL. Uh, So we're excited about uh, today's show. Uh, There's uh, obviously a a lot to discuss. We're going to be going over uh, the Euros, uh, uh, maybe some Copa America stuff. Um, We're going over Euros, my Euros, everybody's Euros. Heroes, you know, they're delicious. (laughs) Uh, oh, gyros, <laughs> baby. Let's get it. So, um, uh, yes, a lot to go over, and we uh, and we do this with everyone here in the chat. So if you uh, have not uh, watched the show with us on Twitch, uh, do that. It's always a, a lot of fun. <laughs> we got a bunch of uh, gyros in, in the chat, so you love to see it. <laughs> Flood the chat with them gyros, my <laughs> Do we need a, a gyro emote? No, because it's, it's making me hungry. Um, <laughs> Damn. So, uh, yeah, just a, a couple of things before we, we keep uh, moving forward. Actually, can I make a quick hot take? When it comes to food real quick. Oh, I mean, has anything ever stopped you before? Everybody buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yes, I'm the, ready. The Donner Kebab, better than a Euro. The Donner Kebab. And I've had a Donner Kebab, but I don't remember what it is. What is a Donner Kebab? It's essentially, it's a, it's a Euro style and a slightly thicker, uh, squishier bread invented in Berlin by, I believe, Turkish immigrants. Okay. Invented in Berlin. Shit. Wait, oh, so th- that is just the, the big um, the meat That's thing. The, They do the same thing. It's a vertical spit. But they, yeah. what they carve it, it's different sauces, a little bit different. It's a little bit different. Uh, this is, but some people oh, no. view it. Nope, no, that's the wrong one. The- some people view it. <laughs> no, ah, what the hell are you doing? We're not going to be on in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't it going to the right thing? Uh, oh, the stream deck. The stream deck does it again. Stream Tim Atchison said, Donor in Berlin is amazing. I'm telling you. We got a great one here in the city. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me just fix I want to get the browser thing up because I 
We'll need it. Oh, there it is. Okay. Boom. Now, now we got it. That, that's what we're looking at, right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? That's it. Okay. Yeah, this is, uh, have I had this? I don't think I have. I've had this. Oh, we got to go together. Okay. Um, so there it is. That's the hot take, Alexis. That's my hot take. <laughs> Sorry. Cri- Crimson Pizza just said, you put me in any type of pocket and I'm there. There's, hey. there's room for all of them in my belly. <laughs> and don't check my pocket. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, before Alexis, uh, uh, uh derailed uh, with the donor, um, w- I wanted to mention to uh, make sure you, uh, watch the, uh, the TV show on Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern. We have, uh, Sebastian Legette of the LA Galaxy on the show. Um, and, and he was thoroughly sexually harassed by us. <laughs> <laughs> thoroughly. Yes. He, uh, yes, I mean, look, you, you don't, you're not going to come on to this show without being objectified okay. if you're Sebastian Legette. We all know the rules of Sebastian Legette, okay? Ryan? No, Nobody was surprised except for Sebastian Legette. <laughs> Sebastian not- Legette apparently was the only one who didn't know the rules about Sebastian Legette. <laughs> okay, and that's on him, okay? For not I being- feel like we were pretty clear as to why we wanted him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we, uh, we, I, you know, he was not informed, uh, and, and he should take responsibility for that. But that's his, his representatives need to have a conversation <laughs> with him. And if they won't do it, Christian and I will fly out and do it in person. <laughs> so check that out. Uh, that will be uh, on on TV on Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern time, Fubo Sports Network. You can watch on the Fubo TV app or on, uh, uh, you know, on FuboSportsNetwork.com. Um, or it'll be available as a podcast, obviously, on uh, the, the following day, Monday. So um, so a really, really fun one to, to look forward to. Seriously, we, we not only did we have a really fun conversation, but we did, uh, you know, uh, Sebastian was recently suspended for uh, using a, a the, the slur the, the p word el, el grito as they say in uh, you know the the, the Mexican uh, Federation is trying to get that out of the game. He owned up to it. He talked about it, uh, and it was an, a really good conversation uh, and an important one to have. So uh, make sure you tune in uh, Sunday on TV, Monday the podcast if uh, if you can't watch it live. Okay. By the way, uh, Rosa Rhythm said. Meat pocket podcast question mark. Uh, and then Tim Atchison said, is that a donor in your pocket or you just have to see me? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's what it says on, uh, uh, am I an, uh, you know, on my, on my license? Am I an organ, uh, organ donor? Uh, like, no, 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 officer. That's not what I, <laughs> I need my organs inside me. Uh, I'm just hungry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Prem show. Uh, excited about today. Uh, we we before we start with the serious stuff because we we want to talk uh, and take some time to talk about Christian Eriksen because uh, that really was a just a, a just a wild experience and, and I think we you know we will we'll give you our uh, perspectives on it uh, and and please in the chat let us know how, how you feel about it as well. But before. Uh, that I want to make sure um, to, you know, we haven't done this too often, but uh, please leave a review on iTunes if uh, if you have not on the, or the Apple podcast app. Um, it is helpful. And we got a um, one that I really liked. This is from Julian uh, Zafe, Zafe. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Apologies, Julian. But it said funniest American soccer podcast. Said the Cooligans bring more energy and laughs to soccer than anyone. If you're interested in getting your American soccer news, hot takes, and best interviews, this is your show. 
kick it with the gulliest of them all, the Cooligans. Thank you so much, Julian. Much appreciated. That was a very, very sweet uh, review. So That's so sweet of them. Well, yeah, we'll feature them from time to time, you know, the nice ones, not the mean ones, okay? Yeah, because we, <laughs> uh, we hit Mark for obscene. <laughs> And they go away. <laughs> okay, we we let people Apple know this. this someone's being problematic. We don't need yeah. this on our. Apparently, this is this is offensive because their taste in podcasts <laughs> is offensive to me. Yeah, it needs to be uh, stricken from the record. Um, That's right. Also, shouts to Colo Blanco who is here with us right now. Best mod in the game. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's his birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, what? Colo Blanco. Uh, Colo Blanco is going to be streaming uh, later tonight. Uh, so follow Colo Blanco. Uh, celebrate his birthday uh, with him right here on Twitch. Uh, so uh, so thank you again for all the all the love and support. Okay, let's uh, let's start obviously with um, with uh, you know. Wait, New Nation just said, I do feel like the American soccer podcast space is oversaturated. Why are you saying that? Don't put that's not the review we want. Yeah, no, I think he's right. It's us and then everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Over everyone else is that's where the oversaturation is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are the perfectly saturation. We all the saturation you need. Okay. <laughs> we are the point of saturation. <laughs> After that, it's too much. Yes. So uh christian erickson uh denmark is playing against uh finland uh this has happened this last week saturday talk to me about where you were when this game was on were you just uh, watching this at home or? i'm watching it at home um and- i'm watching it at the airbnb in tampa with shane smith jf harris shane's brother jared and uh the director mike uh of the of the special uh mm-hmm. jf harris our friend uh released is uh or actually shot a special i was the like mc for that and helped mm-hmm. crowd control and getting uh things uh going which was a lot of fun um and i should have charged a lot more and uh <laughs> there was a uh, mac who's uh the uh co-host of the cowboy boys podcast with shane smith so no one there really likes soccer the director mike kind of knew it a little bit um so we were watching on tv and none of them were really paying attention but oddly enough, moments before this happens, everyone just kind of started watching the game. Yeah. You okay. know, no one was really paying attention, but then everyone just kind of started paying attention about maybe like two minutes before this happened. Yeah. So I, I'm watching it at home. Uh, Helene, she, she happened to be wedding dress shopping. And I was uh, home just watching Nutmeg and, uh, you know, and, and watching the game. And initially... Uh, I, all I, I, w- I think I was just, I was, I had my laptop and I was looking at my laptop and I just like, I saw when they, when everybody was started surrounding, uh, Erickson and like, you know, that he, cause the camera, I think panned away at some point, um, cause, you know, cause they didn't know exactly what happened. So, uh, watching that. I saw him. Uh, I I I heard the announcers mentioning the that he fell. That they said that he was injured, and didn't know what happened. So I figured, oh, let me just rewind it so I could see I could see what happened. I didn't know if I, I hadn't even watched enough to see if it was anything serious or not. I just re- rewound it, saw it, and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, bro, this this dude died. Like, I mean, that that was my immediate reaction i'm like this dude's heart something happened to his heart and i and, you know i didn't want to s- speculate especially online yeah um, for sure but you know the it, it was what i mean one of this i've never seen something like that live in a game like i've heard of it happen we know about like fabrice muamba and we've but heard that about- one i watched i okay. watched the fabrice muamba thing and 
I, it didn't remind me of that. It seemed even the Fabrice Muamba thing was wild and it was scary, but he did it while running. And like, you kind of saw him fall. There wasn't people around him and yeah. everyone kind of was like, <gasps> you know, and I think that there was like sort of that lucky strike about the defibrillator. I think that was, if we've talked about this before, that might've been like the first match ever to have defibrillators. You know okay. what I mean? There was yeah, like yeah. something about it that, that saved his life. This one was different because when Fabrice Mamba fell, he fell, fell cold. Mm-hmm. When the camera zoomed in a little bit on Christian Erickson, he he was convulsing with his eyes open. Yeah. And so that's why I thought maybe he had a stroke, not a, and uh, for some reason, my brain <laughs> said myocardial infarction, which is heart attack. a heart attack. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. why the hell do I know that? <laughs> I mean, um, so I immediately thought like, I yelled out like, oh no, I think he's having a stroke. And I'm like, someone needs to stop him from swallowing his tongue. And then I think it was Kyer yeah, who actually was, stopped him. Yeah. You know, you squeeze the jaw and you hope because they tell you to put like a bell or a wooden spoon in their mouth. But obviously you don't have that if you're out on the soccer pitch. So they was sort of squeezing his jaw to get it to open so he could stop uh, biting his tongue or swallowing his tongue. And, you know, when everyone, even the other player, the other team, the official, I believe it was this official's first ever Euros match or, uh, you know, international competition to everyone calling over like all the physios. Like, I don't care what team you're on. They're like, get over here now. Um, That's when you kind of realize like, your suspicion might be right that it is worse. Yeah, I mean, and I I thought when they started when the players wrapped themselves around him to cover him away and shield him from the cameras, which sucks that had to happen. I mean, we'll talk about whether we think it should have been filmed or not. But um, when that happened, I immediately assumed the worst that happened. Yeah, I um, it, it was terrifying. I mean, a lot of people already in the chat are saying it as well. Like it was one of the scariest thing that they've ever seen. But as soon as I saw it. You know, um, if if people haven't, uh, you know, I, I didn't really talk about this that much uh, when it actually happened. But about four years ago, my brother had a heart attack while he was playing handball. And uh, and it was he's my brother was four. He was 41 at the time and he's fine now. But like kind of similar, like he he didn't he didn't collapse immediately. Um, like he started already not feeling well and he made it to the hospital, but literally by, when he got to the hospital, he wasn't alive. I mean, and then that was like a difficult thing for my entire family to like, just comprehend that my brother who is like fit, he's not overweight. He's not he's a professional athlete. Yeah. So, and to, for something like this to, to happen was just scary. It made, it scared me. It made me go to the doctor more often, make sure my cholesterol okay. was happening at the time. And you told me that. And I was like, Oh yeah. my God. Cause if you see his brother, his brother looks like he's in perfect health. Yeah. Yeah. And have you seen me, you know, and this guy's having a heart attack. I mean, it, it freaked me out, you know? Yeah. And so, and it, it, it is a, when I saw what happened to Erickson, I was like, bro, this is, this is just, I mean, there's nothing, it's, 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 it's not only tragic, but like all the d- details. I mean, obviously the, the stage at, at, at where this is happening, mm-hmm. all fans are back in the stadium. Uh, his, his, I think his girlfriend, running onto the pitch you know his teammate consoling her everything about this is just so unbelievably uh, tragic and then it gets which it was it was schmeichel right 
and not Schmeichel was um, it, 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 the guy who was doing who was not letting him swallow his tongue. The same guy. Oh, Kyer. Yeah. Um, so all these images are just wildly like triggering because, you know, and, and I had uh, sent out a, a, a tweet about this as well, as well, just about how like kind of triggering it was and emotional it was. And, and really so many people, more people than I even sort of thought not only were they like sending just like uplifting and, and kind messages, but a lot of people were like, yeah, I, I had a friend in high school pass away, like literally and, and didn't make it while we were playing, I think hockey or something like that. And, wow. and, and like how, how common this, this is. And it, it's, you know, some people are mentioning in the chat already about how, um, you know, if, if this would have happened somewhere else, it might have not uh, turned out uh, as well, but it's like it's from from what I saw to the to the result right now and and, and today Christian um, Erickson uh, uh, posted a, a a message. He said hello everyone, big thanks uh, for your sweet amazing greetings and messages from all around the world. It means a lot to me and my family. I'm fine under the circumstances. I still have to go through some examinations at the hospital, but I feel okay now. I will cheer on the boys on the Denmark team in the next matches play for all of Denmark best Christian. So this, this is, I mean, obviously it's so incredible to see. And it's and, nice. It's like, uh, you know, and I believe, I don't know if you remember this, it's feel, uh, the crowds cheered and I don't think the announcers knew what was happening, but apparently he'd like lifted yeah. his hand. Yeah. Like he gave a signal, like in, in American sports, it's the thumbs up, mm-hmm. you know, when you hurt your neck or something in the, in an NFL game, they tell you like so that you can let the crowd know you didn't break your neck. Horrific that I had to say those words. Yeah. You 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 give a thumbs up and the crowd typically cheers. We didn't know why they were cheering, but this is like doing that for the world. And and I do want to bring up um uh Mr. Potus 5000 said this and a lot of people are sharing uh sharing this. And by the way, Golo Blanco said Schmeichel was a part of that as well. Okay. Um but Mr. Potus 5000 said uh it was pretty disgraceful how they kept filming it. I both agree and disagree. And I think the only reason why I disagree, and I do think, and I remember, I think I saw the kickoff talked about this and they were all like, you know, you got to be sick in the head to want to watch it. And I, I'm not saying I wanted to watch it. I'm not saying that I needed to be, I, you know, there's nothing I enjoyed by watching it. And maybe I'd feel different if he did pass away, but there was a, there was a feeling of like, you got to let people know what's happening. You okay. can't just leave them with the information that this man collapsed and everyone walk away thinking this man has died. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So to me, it's like, yeah, maybe not pulling away. Maybe they should have pulled away, but kept the fee live in case there was like good news to to transfer to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but the, there's the, also like the, the actions of the players trying to get the view of him be chest compressions and all that while horrific. It's the view of the players you know, bonding together and the 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 fans, Eric uh, Christian Erickson, Christian Erickson, back and forth. Yeah. The the and maybe you know the the camera on his wife crying is not great, but to see Kyer step up and and be just a great human being, like now that we know he's alive, Christian Erickson's going to get to see that. Christian Erickson's going to get to see this player just really taking care of everything and, and probably a close friend and and really being a captain. So. I agree, and, and I do think it's in bad taste, and I don't think people should have watched it. I don't think there should have been like, you know, get, get in there, enhance, and all that. I don't agree with all that. But I do think, and maybe it's because the silver lining here is 
he didn't pass away and he's fine. Yeah. I do well, think that there's there's images that we got that kind of remind you of humanity. Well, and and I agree with that. And, and you know, it, it, I think it's good to be able to find some positives in that. And, and, and I also don't inherently think it was like evil to keep the cameras on. Is that because we're American? Because no, it no. seems like the English are kind of really against it. Well, every so a, a lot of people were complaining about the, the particular broadcasters, whether it was Sky Sports, whether it was ESPN. But it, it's UEFA that controls the feed. It is not these individual networks. But they can pull away to their studios. They could, but but kind of like to what you're saying, nobody really it, it, in those moments people don't nobody really understood what was going on. So they felt they probably needed to document it and and needed to keep that on live television. I so, think the reason why the English have such a visceral effect or reaction to keeping cameras on a tragedy. Is because that horrific fire that happened where like people were, yeah, where people were like pressed up against the fence and they just kept the cameras rolling because they didn't have at that time anything else to go to. Okay. They literally had not like the idea of switch. There was no commercials. It was nothing. There was just, I don't know, but keep it on until the end of the match. And then we switched to something else. They had nothing else. So people watched as people passed away. So I get, I get why that maybe is influencing how they feel now. You know what I mean? And I don't want to make it seem like, oh, it's okay to show bad things on TV. But I do think kids can learn from something like this. You know, an athlete at the highest level of their skill, you think they get every test run on them before everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's what the the, there were statements that came from. uh, So, you know, now that we can appreciate that Christian Erickson is okay, Right. I think I think now there's like the opportunity to kind of dissect everything around it of what's going on, because everyone's reacting in, in, in kind of somewhat ridiculous ways. Um, the, the one, the most ridiculous one that I've seen is people, this like conspiracy that, Ugh. Beca- that the COVID-19 vaccine is why Christian Erickson collapsed. Cause he, he got the vaccine and it, it got so bad that, that inter Milan, the doctor there had to say, no, he did not have COVID and he also was never vaccinated. Right. So, so that's how crazy it got because this, this was such a big story and, 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 and such a big deal. And also, I want to give some props. I, I don't know to who in particular. We had tweeted out um, from our account. I had tweeted it basically saying, like, don't share this video. If you, if any, if you see anybody, share, like, don't watch this, don't share it. And I have not come across the video again. I have not seen it. I saw it on television and I've not, ne- I've not seen it once online, which, which is something that makes me feel good about the future of the internet to some degree. Kind of uh, unexpected too. Cause it's usually Twitter is like a place where something like that, you wouldn't be able to avoid it. You yeah. Know? And I have not seen it again. So, um, so, but, but yeah, that was a, such a wild, <laughs> um, you know, the, the, this is what the world we live in that uh, people are trying to connect or, or justify their own views based on anything that's going on. Um, so yeah, somebody, t- uh, somebody just mentioned, uh, Tim has just mentioned, I was wondering about the COVID situation as well. That is a, it, uh, uh, like it, 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 it's a wild, um, you know, I mean, it, that, that conspiracy was already out before anything anything happens right. to Christian Erickson. Um but yeah, it got to that point and and then the other debate has been plus about- if you would have gotten the vaccine, 
Microsoft would have known about it because of the chip. Uh, yeah, so, that's right. So it's yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> he would have started getting ads for defibrillators and stuff the week before on his Instagram account. You know how it is. Okay. Duh, duh. <laughs> okay. So the other thing is um, about the other debate was should have they should should they have played the game? Should Denmark and Finland finish this the, the second half to this game? Uh, they came back to play essentially 90 minutes uh, after uh, after this happened. And that's been another debate um, because we, from what we know, what we were told it's a day of was that he, that Christian Eriksen was okay, that he was st- stabilized, that he has spoken to the players and that he is iron sport. Thank you so much for the cheer. Um, Thank you so much, dude. And, and that, um, and that the players agreed to play. That's all we were told. So, it definitely, Which it's up to the players. Yeah, when you hear that, you're like, okay, I guess. Uh, Can I also be honest? Let's give some credit to the Finnish players. That must have been really hard for them to watch as well. For oh my them God. to also they come were out. Absolutely devastated. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, they were uh, uh, crying. Uh, even when the players came back on, the Danish players were crying as they're warming up. As a fan, you feel terrible. Uh, to, I'm, I'm like, you, you feel bad even watching. Yeah. It, it, it truly uh, doesn't feel right. But then if you're told that the players agreed to play, then you're like, okay, if they, if they can power through it, they spoke to, to Christian Eriksen, then maybe... You know, maybe I'm being too sensitive uh, about it. If, if these professional athletes uh, can can handle this uh, this kind of trauma and then go go back to play, they end up um, they end up losing the game uh, one nil. Finland uh, a great goal. Denmark missed penalty from uh, Hjoiberg. Um but at this point, the game is not even really that important, right? Nobody's nobody's thinking about it. Um, I can't imagine. You know, w- when they came back and finished that that first half. That that to me was the the thing that f- almost to me uh, just really pointed out like th- this this game does not matter because the players they weren't tackling each other they were just like please end this yeah. half you know they just like what are we doing you sort of really felt that and now we know that the details from UEFA was that they essentially had three choices they had the option to uh, obviously just play the game. They had. They could have uh, postponed it to the following day, to to noon the following day, or Denmark would have taken if they if they would have forfeited. It would have been a three nil loss. Three nil loss. So those are the only options that they had. Do and we know the, why they didn't just take the next day option? The coach from from the post game conference. The, the the coach said that they that it wouldn't have. They didn't feel like it would have made a difference as far as like how they felt. So they just wanted to play the game. So it, there's no, um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a tough situation because the because of obviously scheduling and it's a, it's a a huge tournament. So you understand you understand the 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 bind UEFA might be in when it like. It's a domino effect. If they if they move this game, it's obviously going to affect pretty much every other game. So, but this is this is what I took from that. It's and and as frustrating as it is for UEFA and the players and the position that they're in, I saw Aaron West. He had tweeted out something really great, which is basically like that 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 the players agreeing to play is not really a a, a genuine good faith thing that we should believe because 
what, it's like when a player gets a concussion, you don't ask the player like, yo, you want to go back in? And the player goes, yeah, I'm good. You, we don't put the onus on the player because we know right. that they just, they're just going to go play. So why with, with emotional trauma, we don't kind of look at it in, 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 to that serious a degree as well. The other side of that coin is, and I think this is something that's forgotten a lot, is you know, for a lot of people that play professional sports, especially soccer, international soccer, um, like outside of the U.S., soccer was probably, you know, the way through their childhood they dealt with trauma. You know, like the way I joke around when something bad happens, the way, you know, everyone has their own way of processing it. And I think for a lot of the players, you know, we've spoken, we've interviewed enough professional players who say like when they were young, they they were poor and they were hungry and they were, you know, they had a bad home situation and, you know, their country was going through turmoil. But when those 90 minutes when they were on the pitch, that didn't matter. That didn't exist. That didn't happen. And, you know, I agree with you. I think you saw the players just there was no that, they, they, you know, the game couldn't have been over fast enough. So, yeah, well, uh, I, I, I just want to give a little bit of credibility to maybe one or two of the three players were like, this might be easier than sitting with my own thoughts. Sure. I got to be honest, like, you know, even when bad stuff happens, the first thing I think about is like, what's the joke I'm going to be able to make on stage about this? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and only as an adult do I realize like, oh, that's probably the way I'm processing the trauma. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to I'm a bad person because it's easier to not admit that I'm a bad person. You know what I mean? Or I'd rather do something else. So. Mr. Mr. Protus 5000 said uh, would have been worse if they played the next day, to be honest. Which is, yeah, I didn't know if there was a, a reason why they didn't. I agree. Look, I honestly it, think it, you it, just... It, it's 100% subjective. Like, there may be some players that were, were fine playing. There were probably some players that were like, maybe yeah. next day, maybe some players would have been like, forfeit. Maybe some players would have been like, let's play in three days. You know what I mean? But yeah. they, there's there's those were the options that they uh, were given. We can... Um, even, uh, uh, Tim, uh, Atchison said, if I was playing, I wouldn't be able to sleep, you know? Yeah. I mean, how, how I agree with you, Tim, how I like what hot mess express 10 said, if you want to feature that comment, uh, because, um, do you think it's a situation that, do you think this situation brings up the fact that these players are a bit overworked this season a bit? I mean, they haven't had a break and look, whatever condition led to, to Christian Erickson's heart attack would not have not happened or would not not be there had they had two extra weeks off. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Clearly there's something wrong with him and we found out in a very rough way, but I'm glad he's alive and he can maybe take care of that. It may be the last time he plays. His heart might not be able to take it. There might be a condition in there. I don't think it's just straight up overworked unless he was like severely dehydrated. And there were some people were saying like he was drinking a lot of energy drinks uh, you know, the past few weeks to try to like get his energy up for games and stuff. So there, there might be something else under it. It might not be like a genetic thing or something like that, but these players haven't had much of a break and we're seeing injuries across the board. We're seeing yeah. like uh, these players are stretched to the max. I mean, not all it, this it, stuff should be happening this year. Yeah. It, it's a, that that is its, its own debate. I, I, you know, for, for some it's interesting because, you know, some players, you know, my, one player might f- feel overworked and then another player who who's not, you know, a star player who's not playing in international tournaments probably would love to play more games and be more involved and sure. and, and things like that. So are we asking a lot of players? Of course, is the do these players get routinely tested 
regularly, test their heart, test, you know, the Inter I Milan. I thought more. I thought more. Well, the, the Inter Milan um, doctors, they, they said that they, they do all the regular tests on. Uh, well, on, hold on. What would you say if you're the Inter Milan doctor? You wouldn't say like, well, yeah, yeah, maybe we shouldn't. No, but they, you don't think you know. there's, they, they would not hide some sort of condition. I don't I think mean, they're negligent in any way, shape or form. And I'm not saying that they're hiding a condition, but are we really, I think from here, we're going to find new procedures on how we verify that these players are capable of playing. It's yeah. not, I think, you know, the mon- that, that sports bra looking thing that they wear, mm-hmm. maybe there should be a heart monitor in that. If you're monitoring their sweat and you're monitoring where they're running, maybe there should be a heart monitor in there just in case someone's heart gets to a point that's dangerous limits. We can pull them out of a match and make sure that we could find out what's wrong with them before the heart attack, as uh, opposed to in spite, you know, in light of. Nick, uh, Nick Lay just mentioned uh, somebody named Hank Gathers. That's similar to Hank Gathers, but I don't know who that is. I'm looking at him now, but he's a basketball player uh, who played. Oh, he died while shooting a uh, free throw. Yeah, there oh. was a uh, there was a movie about his life. He had a heart condition. And he wanted to keep playing. Okay, he yes. dude, he shot a heart. He shot a free throw, and as he was running back, he just collapsed, and that was it. The end of him. Oh, Granted, wow. there were no defibrillators and stuff back then, but yeah. College basketball player. Yeah, this is, um, I mean, it made me also think about Clint Dempsey, who who had to, he, you know, he couldn't play for a year because they, they discovered a heart condition and he eventually, he played a little bit more and then uh, eventually retired. Um, but, but think you know, about that. We found that heart condition out not while he was playing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the, just the, the fact that there is a, you know, a credit to, uh, you know, just uh, modern science. And then obviously, you know, that we have to, the, all, all the, the medical staff that were obviously there with uh, Christian Erickson is, I mean, it, it's the reason he is uh, still alive. Like those, those moments are so crucial. And dude, he was 29 years old. Um, we don't know. Uh, you know, I, I saw people basically saying, we don't know what caused it. Um, I'm but- sure they're going to find an underlying issue. This doesn't seem like something that came from exacerbation of like, you know, their physical capabilities or something. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm going to assume that with, with something this serious, I, I can't, you know, especially if they don't know exactly what caused it. Christian Wait, Erickson, you, he's not playing again. Do you see what again. David from Tampa said? Uh, David from Tampa, is this, uh, is this about the Christian Erickson uh, story? He said, Davide Astori's doctor had to, oh, Davide Astori is the player. Uh, had to serve suspended year sentence because he signed off on being able to play despite some irregularities. Who's they? I don't know who that is. David. I don't Astori. know. Uh, That's also something people don't talk about is the pressure these team doctors are in to Italian push player. the players. He played for Milan, Pontisola, and 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 Milan. So he passed away. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it goes to show just because you can run a lot doesn't mean your heart's in the best condition to be able to run a lot. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get yourself checked. Uh, Serie A has very tight restrictions on cardiovascular problems, and I've seen that it could be likely he won't be able to play in Italy anymore after what happened. Yeah, that's kind of the main thing with, with Erickson. I don't see him. Um, if they don't know specifically what caused this and how to possibly pre- and prevent it, why, how could he play again? Why would he take the chance? It's just right. such a, such an incredible, uh, such an incredible risk. I mean, even with my own brother, he uh, he he got a uh, two stents put in, um, and after that, he was able to 
play and 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 be active and, and things like that. Um, but there, I don't see with such a high profile player uh, and, and playing in one of the top leagues in the world. I, I don't see how any club would take a risk, and I also don't think Christian Eriksen should take the risk uh, unless I mean, his too. doctors find the thing that the you know they don't think that this will be this will happen again. Maybe that you know. Yeah, I don't want. I also don't want to sit here and speculate on his health condition or his medical condition. But I would assume moving forward, we're not going to see him running around a pitch. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just uh, all, all generally, uh, just wild and, and scary. And and it's you know it's it's going to be, you know, what these euros are going to be remembered for. Uh, there, it's it's a, a a traumatic thing. A lot of people saw it. Um, it is gonna live with me probably you know forever uh and and it, it and the only thing i you know i could it, it at least for me it's maybe more mindful of it you know my my family deals with high cholesterol and and i've, I've had several several family members uh pass away from from uh cardiac arrest and heart conditions and things like that and it's just something you know we need to yeah, have the least amount of stigmatism go to the doctor check all that shit out so don't play uh with that stuff because you know people can be gone way too soon over something that is a hundred percent uh preventable you know yeah. if you're just uh like a little bit responsible with that stuff dude i um, go to the doctor for high blood pressure it runs in my family what am i gonna do you know even if i was christian's weight i'd have that issue uh so you know you sometimes you can't fight genetics guys go out there and get yourself checked stop thinking you're a goddamn superhero you know what i mean it doesn't matter what condition you're in um the Pepe Lucha just said the protocols for FIFA and NFL and all these big sports are a joke for years. The medical staff had to go based off the player's judgment. If the player gives a thumbs up, then they were good to go on. Doesn't mean the medical staff is bad. It's just the protocols of the sport. Yeah, um, I mean, we're talking about doctors that were here smoking cigarette in the, in the patient's face. And you think you, <laughs> that concussion ain't bothering you. And he's like, who are you? And he's like, see, he's asking already smart questions, you know? Okay, he's observant. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Nero Nation said Antonio Puerta died on the pitch for Sevilla. And I believe Nero Nation brought it up uh, before as well. Um, yeah, I mean, people watch that. And that's horrific. I, you yeah. know. You know, I, what do you, what do you say? You know, I, I don't even know. Like if I was an announcer during that, I'd be like, dude, cut my mic. Yeah. I don't have anything. I have no way. And, and shouts to who was calling that game. It wasn't Ian dark. What was the guy's name? Um, at least in America. I, you know, he was very, you know, poetically emotional and, and insightful. And I thought didn't try to make too much of the moment for themselves. And I thought offered, Oh yeah, I don't, a very calming voice. Yeah, I don't know who it. who was the who was on the broadcast for for uh, ESPN. Let let us know because uh, I forgot who it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was definitely not uh, on my mind uh, at that point. But um, look, if you saw it and 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 you know in all the news and it was uh, and it was difficult uh, to see. Yeah, definitely, it, it doesn't hurt to like talk about it or share uh, with people because yeah, it, it affected everybody in in their own way. Um, Okay, so let's uh, let's move on uh, with with uh, Derek Ray. Derek Ray was uh, was on the call. That's right. Um, he was great. The uh, okay, let's talk about some other stuff um, with the Euros. Just a, a couple of the results since um, since it began. Um, Any shocks to you? Uh, is this okay? Yeah. Uh, Any surprises? Uh, I would say. Um, no, no surprises so far. Actually, you know, maybe 
Um, I, I, I had a, I thought Scotland was going to get a draw against the Czech Republic before, you know, those two goals. And that was the only one I, I, I you know, you want to believe in Scotland a little bit because of, yes, their tough history with international tournaments. People are excited to see them back in the Euros. Um, I'm going to say Slovakia versus Poland. Big shock. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I watched this game and, you know, with it's always the, the Robert Lewandowski show and you kind of expect him to show up. The dude That's why I'm like, doesn't, he you doesn't can't touch, find a goal? He doesn't you know? touch the ball. He doesn't touch the ball. He got he, nobody, man. He got, nobody's going to get him the ball. He doesn't. And, and if he does touch the ball, there's three dudes on him. Yeah, right. there, there's just there's not enough of a of a threat in uh, in the midfield. Um, what about Spain versus Sweden uh, drawing? Uh, I think it was Vinegar Strokes put that. Yeah, that was a big one. Spain once again, man. Alvaro Morata, bruh, that guy is just stealing a check. <laughs> I mean, good God. Um, the yeah, I mean he had um. Look, it wasn't an it wasn't an open net per se, but he should have at least if he's gonna miss, hit the keeper at least. You know, right? like you can't that that's not the way to miss that goal. Uh, the uh, yes, I mean Spain. What was the possession again? I think it was. I think it ended. I think at, it ended at like eighty two percent, right? Uh, eighty five to fifteen percent uh, for, for Sweden. This is not even. This is. I mean this. Uh, there's nothing this it's not even a game at this point there's just there's only one team on the pitch at the, yeah. <laughs> when it comes to that uh it just i mean it's comical when you see that number uh but this is what we expect from Spain and and we i think i don't know if we mentioned it on the show or we were doing some other stuff or I, we had done other podcasts um we asked that question who's going to score for Spain and they 100% should have scored. Uh, they, they should have at least 85% scored in this game. Uh, uh, I would say so. And also, how does that entire country not have a better striker? Um, that's a good question. It's your whole country. They know they're allowed <laughs> to pick everybody, right? There's a, a lot of good players there. Um, who, I mean, who is... Um, uh, they got to go back to playing that four six zero. Remember they did that at the uh, Euros. What was that? Two thousand and. But how many? God, was that thirteen? Maybe how many? Uh... Look at the possession. Look at. I mean, what could? They, what else could yeah, they do? Yeah, but that's also possession for possession's sake. You know what I mean? The uh, who else could they, do they really have? I mean, uh, uh, Moreno went in. Um, Pablo uh, Sarabia went in as well, but you know none of these these guys are just like uh, outside of Moreno. I mean, they're they're like the other two guys are just like faster, but they're not more lethal strikers. So you know what? I think they would have done better with Adama Traore being a bit more direct. Maybe a little Um, bit more direct on the wing, you know. Um. They just ain't got. They ain't got no attackers. So, uh, somebody said uh, Robin Olsen should uh, made huge saves for Sweden. I hope Everton brings him back. That's why he's the, the backup keeper for Everton. Um, you know, it, it, it's all. There was also a great. I think Sweden had like one or two really great chances that that uh, they missed as well. They, this could have. Uh, this could have been a win uh, for them as well. But no, bad. 
just a, just a ridiculous game. That is just, <laughs> Spain should win that game. 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 times for Sweden. Uh, we, we, you know, they're going to be defensive, uh, but yeah, Luis Enrique has to figure out something uh, for, uh, you know, to just to get out of that, make sure he gets out of that damn group. Okay. We got to uh, bring up Austria versus North Macedonia, which I did not think yeah. we would bring this match up, but you know what happened with Arnautovic, right? I do. All right, so Arnautovic scores. You know, look, the guy looks like he, you know, ran into the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> Turns out he also thinks like that. No, so, um, so okay, before you finish that, okay. That, from what I read, from what I understand, mm-hmm. is that what he was doing was not a white supremacist thing. It was He was a, given the okay symbol. No. He no, was no, that, no, no, it, it is the, the okay, okay symbol. symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing the okay symbol. But what he was doing, apparently in the Balkans, that mm-hmm. means something related to like effing your mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that and that's what <laughs> I was going to get to. Yeah. It was the okay symbol, right? Which a mm-hmm. lot of people interpret as the white power symbol because it's used that way. <laughs> uh, but he was not doing that. But he was saying some racist things. Now, when you think racist, you think I mean towards like, uh, you know, people who are Jewish or black. No, no, no. Uh, specifically to... Balkans Al- or, or whatever, Albanians. I guess, Mass- Albanians. Albanians, that's what he And he's, he was saying, I'm banging all your Albanian moms. He yeah. was saying something, something along those lines. Yeah, along those lines. But David Alba ran over. And in the oddest, I didn't know why. I'm like, why is he doing this? Mm-hmm. He squeezed his cheeks so he couldn't <laughs> talk anymore. Yeah, and he looked angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what kind of celebration is this? You know? <laughs> and then it turns out David Alaba knew what he was saying was disrespectful, at yeah. least from what we're hearing and what we're reading, and stopped them from yeah. continuing to yell horrific things at Albanians. And by the way, just historically, not a group you want to yell disrespectful things to. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They tend to remember those things. I, right? I feel like I feel like the word vendetta is a commonly used thing in the in the Albanian culture. And that's just from Albanians. We know who told us the, these things. Oh man! So yeah, it, it was a. Uh, I mean, it, it also it's it's a it's a pretty incredible image. Let me see if I can pull uh, pull it up. By the way, um, Luke Stergio said Spain's missing out on Carlos Gil. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Robert from L.A. said all of Poland's problems can come down to Chesney. Alexis can relate. Do not even bring up that name. <laughs> uh, Paco Alcacen. The funny thing about Paco Alcacen is everyone's like, we don't even know how he scores. He's not that gifted. Bruh, you need him. <laughs> Stop disrespecting him. This is the the image uh, from <laughs> that. that uh, look, I mean, this is... There's something very iconic about this image. It's just like there, it, it, it's it, it, it should has be like, a statue. It has like so much meaning behind it. There is it's a black man, basically telling a white man like you need stop the race. The only way to stop the 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 racial, <laughs> you know, kind of epithets and anything. It's just like we gotta physically hold your yeah. mouth shut because nothing else works. <laughs> and like he actually choked him too. He's got his hand on the back of his uh, neck. Yeah. But the palm of the hand that holding the the hand uh, the mouth is also pressing up against his throat. So I don't know if you saw after he was kind of like choking and he needed like he needed like to put his hands on his knees to kind of catch his breath, which is good. Good yeah. for you, dude. Because uh, <laughs> you were I, yelling some really disrespectful stuff. It's just it, look when it comes to these these matches, and and we know how how Europe. I mean Europe 
has clearly uh, centuries of of war and history and 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 things that are not going to be let go in our lifetimes um so for the most part you could just like yo all of us like yo marco we're trying to we're a little bit we're working right now this you don't we don't need this like it's north also Mas- stop getting kicked off the goddamn <laughs> squad bro <laughs> uh this is look uh, clearly he's a, a a very you know a passionate dude and, and and clearly wants to win and wants to yeah and who knows the amount of like we know about trash talk during um like league matches right there right. obviously everybody has their their rivalries but this it goes to another level when it's then it becomes international and you now you're 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 talking trash on behalf of your country and there's there's clearly a boundary and you know when it can go too far Arnautovic clearly is going too far. Even if he's like, it's it's the the traditional kind of just trash talk. But as soon as you start, like as soon as you start talking about mothers, and you start, no, that's fine. If you pointed at a specific person, yeah, or just said to all the fans, "I'm banging all your moms." That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but why but, is it gotta be a <laughs> when you <laughs> add the nationality to right? it? Now, why then... you gotta quantify? It, you know, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, when you add the, the the nationality, you're getting to a bad place when yeah. uh, you know when your teammate needs to hold your your mouth shut. So uh, yes, so uh, yeah, a crazy uh, a crazy game, but a goal from North Macedonia, which is like. Um, the country is is super like new, right? It was like the well, form- it was always Macedonia. They just added North because of the argument about the land, about the but, name. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, but didn't it? It was like it used to be Yugoslavia. Macedonia is a yeah, fairly yeah, yeah. new country. Yeah, yeah like is as part far of that as, block. Yeah, yeah, well, we know historically of Macedonia, Macedonians. But yes, for the, the in the new maps, you know, it, has, it hasn't been around that long. Okay, right. Um, okay. So, uh, any other uh, any other matches? Uh, uh, Crimson Pizza Alba trying to keep his homie from getting them all kicked out of the club. That's right, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You're going too far. You drank too much. He had yeah. he had too many too many uh, incredible hulks. You know. Yeah, dog. You speaking? You speak a wild brazy to these security <laughs> guards. I need to get you out of here. <laughs> okay. Uh, a couple other results. Uh, Wales uh, tied with Switzerland. Um, uh, Belgium 3-0 against Russia and uh, also uh, Romelu Lukaku th- th- this was the game that happened right after the, the Finland-Denmark uh, match and Romelu Lukaku you know pe- some people were saying that that match shouldn't have even been played but I would totally understand if they didn't to be well, honest with you uh, under you know school of Lukaku he scores uh, he scores his goal and and uh, goes to the camera and says uh, uh, Chris I love you and it was uh, uh, another just beautiful thing to see man um the uh okay what else um let's go to the next uh, couple games oh, and then today hungary uh loses 3-0 to portugal they they were doing fine for the most part uh and then the the last like 10 minutes of the game absolutely collapsed uh, also hungary just made it illegal to promote lgbtq services to people underage so take the mels bruh. <laughs> um and uh, France defeated uh, Ger- Germany 1 0. Which we from- watched here on Twitch. And, yeah, and I got to be honest, if you're France, you're, might, you should be a little worried. I know it's Germany, but you scored on an own goal. You couldn't really get much else. You deserve to have a penalty. I Christian doesn't think it was a penalty. I do. That was a penalty all day, every day, even on Sunday. 
I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Why? Why are you? What? What's special about Sundays? Something, because of the, the Sunday leagues. Sunday? <laughs> Sunday leagues they usually play a little bit rougher. You know what I mean? Okay. Even, okay. That's even a that's even a penalty then. Um. So, as far as I'm concerned, you you know it, it should have maybe been two nil, right? But even if not scoring from like the run of play should kind of scare you a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't leave, uh, you know, the, that game thinking that, um, one, that Germany was in, in any dire situation per se. And I also was not super impressed, um, by France. I think, uh, credit to Germany. I think they did well in, in, um, the offside trap, right? Mbappe got caught all day. He, he was not all really, day. uh, you know, outside of the, 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 uh, quote unquote penalty, uh, the or non-penalty, uh, that Matt Tumbles, he wasn't, you know, Mbappe didn't, uh, he got caught a lot on those offside traps. So it, is it, that know. the way to beat France? Maybe. I mean, it's only the first game. So we're seeing at least, uh, I don't know if this is a template uh, per se, but you know what? Maybe it is a way to beat France, but we're going to need some faster center backs. <laughs> yeah. uh, also to- a striker, a real striker. No offense. Serge Gnabry, not a striker. Uh, okay. Hey, look, they were trying something, uh, maybe like a false nine uh, kind of deal with Gnabry. Um A false no? <laughs> I, <laughs> Germany jokes, folks. Uh, Germany jokes. Um, so I can... Hold on. Stream Nilo just said, I can see Germany not getting through even with the third place eligibility. Do you think Hungary stands a chance? <laughs> yeah, that's Goal differential alone, bro. They go, Germany can lose every match. They're going to be high. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, that's not true. They'd have to win the match against Hungary or at least yeah, draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it's obviously two two of the of the third place teams out of the six groups mm-hmm. will not be moving forward. So uh, I, I'm assuming out of those, out of that, actually, out of that group, as long as they all literally beat up on Hungary, they all the other they three should teams should be, be fine. fine. Yeah, I assume. But so. it is a bunch of tough matches against them. I take it, that back. Stream Nilo might be right. <laughs> it could, I guess it is a possibility. Um, okay, so Portugal then, does look good too. The obviously Euros are are, are continuing. Uh, we won't be able to uh, uh, live stream and do watch alongs for those for the next few days. Uh, Alexis will be in Los Angeles. I, I'm going to be going to Austin uh, for the for the Austin FC home opener, uh, which I'm uh, exci- thing. excited about. So that should be uh, super cool. So uh, get to check out that new stadium, and, and we're going to another MLS team that has a new stadium before NYCFC. You hate to see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's okay. the tour. The tour of all the new stadiums before <laughs> NYCFC has it. Nick Nick Lay said, uh, uh, "How about the results in the COVID ball? Uh, I mean, Comebol uh, Copa America. That's a um, we could talk a, a little about Copa America. Uh, you know, the it, it's just been just a terrible start. It's just a a, a, a terrible." tournament to just <laughs> give just give the trophy to brazil let's can we just move on it's just, it's just it, not the tournament is great and obviously historic but like uh, the all the covid positive it's just such a tough time to play it yeah i mean these countries it was supposed to be in argentina and and colombia both scrapped it they put it in brazil where covid is rampant. ravaging yeah, yeah. and and it, sh- it shouldn't be played there uh some people are suggesting it be played in the united states 
uh, which is probably more reasonable, but that wasn't that wasn't going to happen. Uh, so Brazil's hosting Copa it. Copa in America? Huh? Mm. Paulo Minnesota said, I see your scarf, Christian. Yes, this is the uh, uh, Minnesota, the new uh, second division women's team in the USL women's uh, that is going to be uh, starting soon. Uh, shout out uh, to them. They sent me this scarf. Uh, happy to show some love. Okay. That's dope. Uh, um, so... Uh, y'all going to be at the Gold Cup. Uh, we haven't uh, decided to yet, but we are going to be traveling a little bit uh, to a couple matches this summer. So you Nick might Lynch said I'm going to be in L.A. getting yelled at by D for going out the night before. <laughs> Again, I'm performing stand-up, and I haven't told you, but she might have just heard me. So let's see how this goes. Okay, wait. Uh, I should get the, the results. The, the Copa, America, uh, Copa America has... Uh, they're doing... It's like two two groups... Right, they're yeah, doing it's Group A and Group B. Brazil's at the top of Group A. Paraguay is at the top of Group B. Well, it's a, it's a North and South uh, grouping. Um, okay. So the the top four teams from uh, each group go on to uh, to the knockout uh, stages. Um, so the, the the early games. I mean, look, uh, yeah, Colombia won. Uh, Brazil won. Uh, uh, this it's looking. You know, they just had the World Cup qualifiers. Um, that they've been playing, so it's just pretty much looking exactly the same. Yeah. Um, the Bolivia is only going to win if they're home. Yada <laughs> yada yada. So, uh, essentially, uh, also, yeah, the World Cup qualifiers, uh, for Comebol exclusively on Fubo TV. There uh, it is. Look so, at that jersey, baby. And Fubo- if you want to get Fubo TV. Just go to fubotv.com slash cooligans. Get yourself a little discount, an extra uh, extra long trial. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, so, I mean, some of the notable things. Um, um, Chile, Did somebody just win a, a slot machine? <laughs> Elaine has uh, ice. Uh, she was shaking around or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Make, tell her, make all the noise during the podcast she wants. <laughs> <laughs> so, the... Um, the uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, notable uh, Argentina. Uh, let's talk about Lionel Messi because, I mean, these are the main. Messi and Neymar are the kind of stars of, of Copa America. And th- this is where I would say most of the pressure is on, on those two individuals. Um, Messi scoring a, uh, another gorgeous uh, free kick against Chile. But like usual, uh, Argentina letting, uh, you know, letting Messi down because uh, they got a, uh, Chile got a penalty. Um, who I think it was Nicolas Taglia, Tagliafico um, nice. with, the, with the challenge that uh, led to the penalty and uh, another one-one uh, draw for, uh, for for Chile and Argentina. He's just like the is you know Messi is running out of opportunities. Is he gonna get? Is he gonna win something for Argentina finally? No. You don't <laughs> think he's doing anything here? No. Uh, nope. It's like you watch it's similar to when we talk about um, um, uh, Poland and and Lewandowski, kind of a similar uh, situation. You know, uh, the people in South America they know how to handle Messi. He's 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 ne- there's never some tournament where he's just like, I mean, not for for years, but there's not really any tournament where he's just absolutely dominating and crushing everybody uh uh you know in South America he can do it in La Liga he can do it in Champions League with with teams that don't see him as often but every manager uh in South America is like let we know how to handle this young man let's uh let's do what we got to do it's messy ball 
uh, and they they seem to handle it pretty well. So uh, I I'm hoping Argentina has a good Copa America. I think they get to the final. Um, you know, I could see an Argentina Brazil final would be incredible, but I don't see how I don't see how Brazil is losing this. The stream realist said they never found a decent uh, striker to put next to Messi as a pressure valve. You know, you figured uh, Dybala would be the guy, right? I mean, yeah, Dybala's not there, right? No. Uh, also, uh, Icardi, just not really that guy. You know what they needed to do? They needed to naturalize Alexi Sanchez back in the day. That would have been the dude. Okay. Well, he's uh, he's Chilean and he has trophies. Yeah. Okay. Well, because <laughs> because of that. So, um, okay. Anything uh, anything else that we Happy should... birthday to Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. I'm recording this. It's his birthday. Oh, congratulations, Jurgen Klopp. Right? Be, ki- be kinder to Everton. Uh, right. Everton. And also, come on our show, Jurgen Klopp. Luke Sergio said, uh, Messi needs back surgery for all the years he's carried the Argentinian national team on his back. Uh, <sighs> yeah, dude. Um, you know, but the, the a, a lot of people are not, uh, you know, and this sounds maybe this sounds a little flippant or mean, but a lot of people are not going to remember the majority of the players that played with Messi on the Argentinian national team. No. Uh, it is only their nephews <laughs> as they're like repeating over and over and over again. <laughs> he, yeah, he needs to have a good tournament. He needs to, uh, cause I, I'm going to assume this is his last Copa America. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I would expect it to be for sure. You know, Copa America, World Cup, maybe, I mean, maybe one more Copa America. But I can't see him. No. 2026, you think he's playing 2026 World Cup? I will say this. If he's playing in like, even if he's playing in, in MLS at the time, you still got to have him on the pitch. If he's able to play, you got to have him on, right? Even if he's like a bench player and yeah. you sort of will him to get a championship, you know? Yeah. They, um, Crimson and Pizza it still just... won't be enough for the Argentinian fans, by the way. <laughs> Crimson Pizza said, can't believe with both Messi and Aguero, they never got it done. They, yeah, it's just... It's a different, um, you know, we've been watching the World Cup qualifiers, uh, you know, more intently. Obviously, it's on Fubo TV and we're watching them a, a, a lot more. But the, you know, we, you know, I, we're, the, we're, we're more, um, uh, at least for me, CONCACAF is the thing I, I'm like, that's what I'm more of an expert in uh, and, and, and feel more confident. And now I'm watching more Comebol. It is, there is a... Um, a deeper there's clearly like a deeper history with with all these matches like there is there's well, yeah, like, the, con- like the first like eight world cups were exactly yeah. <laughs> well because in Concacaf it's like you know we we got to be we got to play dirty we're, we're you know we're you know we're these smaller nations we got to do whatever we can to win but it's not that isn't really the case with these countries like they're all kind of kind of equitable to some degree, like they're, they're all, you know, they, the, 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 you know, the difference between like Brazil and Ecuador is not like, it's not a chasm. You know what I mean? It's not just, it's not uh, uh, tremendous. It is kind of like Ecuador has a, uh, can have a good day and actually uh, be Brazil as opposed to CONCACAF, which is like, yo, we got to do whatever we got to do because this is, uh, we're playing against a powerhouse. Yeah. So it is, it is different, but I will say that. So that, the gap but, between Brazil and Ecuador is pretty big, <laughs> <laughs> but I say I'll, I'll say this: it's just that the, the 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 there isn't the same level of like intimidation that there is between a, a a bigger nation and a smaller nation 
as like it you know like in like in Commonwealth, it feels like a little bit closer the the uh, so the intimidation factor as opposed to in Concacaf. So that's why so you sort of see. Any El Salvadorans and, uh, and Hondurans, let us know how you feel about what Christian is saying about you. <laughs> no, uh, but that's what, that's what I mean. I, I think I, and those, those, you know, uh, uh, El Salvador and Honduras are not like, they're not really intimidated by, uh, by, by the United States, let's say. But they might, maybe they might be more intimidated by like Mexico. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, I can see that. And so, but the main thing is the, the, they're not, it's not like, oh, we're playing Messi we're terrified here. It's like no, tactically right. we could we can handle this. We can figure this out. We can get a result. That that's kind of like the the, the main point I'm I got uh, you. I'm making. Okay. The um so yeah. Um so yeah, the, the, the uh, obviously the uh, Copa America it's the, I feel bad for Venezuela because they had seven, six or seven players the um, that that had uh, tested positive for covid including Joseph Martinez of Atlanta United. Um it's ridiculous. It is. You see that? You're also like, bro, they were, they were doing vaccines at Mercedes-Benz. What's going on? Uh, I think he got his vaccine. And he still tested positive. Yeah, which okay, can happen. Which is, which is possible, but, uh, you know, that, that's, that was my first feeling. I'm like, all right. I, it seems uh, like an unnecessary uh, risk to take, uh, but whatever. Uh, he was vaccinated. Okay, cool. We sorted that out. All right. Um, so, But that's what the vaccine is for, is to fight it once you get it. Exactly, exactly. And uh, hopefully stop the spread, although I guess in locker rooms it doesn't work. And in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, I, I thought Brazil wasn't even going to play in the Copa America because Casemiro was, uh, I had mentioned in, in, a, um, in an interview saying that, he, that, that they, the players needed to talk about it because Brazil was not uh, handling the virus very well and nope, a lot of people were not. and the vaccine is not uh readily available so look we being in the united states we have uh, a, a, a bit of a privilege and luxury things are opening up um a little sooner because a lot of people are uh vaccinated so yeah we just obviously you don't want any more people to get this uh stupid damn disease uh i hope we can, can be uh rid of it soon okay please uh, anything else uh, to discuss before we wrap up that's it, man. Um, dude, uh, congratulations to, uh, or not congratulations, uh, you know, uh, best of luck to uh, Christian Erickson's family and to Christian Erickson. Hopefully everything works out medically and, and to the players that played with him and then played against them. I hope that they're able to sort of, you know, compartmentalize what happened and deal with yeah. it in the right way. Because you have a big competition going on. I'm sure it's not easy to, to be able to do that. But yeah, we, uh, we send all of our, all of our uh, love. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, just a, a reminder again to everybody, we will have a super fun show uh, coming up this Sunday, uh, 7 p.m., uh, Football Sports Network. Sebastian Legette of the LA Galaxy will be joining us. U.S. Men's National Team just won Nations League uh, with, right, with the U.S. Men's National Team. So, uh, good. And we good. talk about it all. Wait till we, you see it. Trust me. We, we ask the questions. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Watch it on TV. Listen to the podcast, whatever. Uh, uh, whatever you need. So, um, uh, anything else? Uh, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. That's where the full episodes of uh, Prem Show uh, live. If you want to keep seeing the videos, they only last uh, 14 days uh, on Twitch. So, um, uh, I think that's pretty much it. And Nutmeg is here. Nutmeg just woke up. He is next to me. Uh, and luckily, he didn't bark too much, I think, during this uh, 
It's a, Did no, you work I think at all? the ice machine made more noise than <laughs> nutmeg today. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you again uh, uh, for tuning in. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're going to be in Austin for the game, uh, hit me up. Maybe I'll say hello. See you at the, see you at the, what is it, Q2 Stadium? I think that's what it's called. Uh, so Thank uh, God for the tour, or else I'd be uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> and hey, uh, if you're going to be in Los Angeles, so will I. I don't know if I'll have time to meet up because it's my anniversary. Uh, but whatever, hit me up. Maybe All we'll right. uh, maybe we'll do something. I'm gonna try to see if I could do a spot. I don't I don't know if I want to though. Okay, well, yeah, I think uh, you know, I think D just uh, chimed in. <laughs> D's in the chat. Well, uh, look at that. My entire uh, calendar is full, actually, <laughs> for some reason. Um, okay. Uh, Hank Apartment says, Let, let's go. Can't wait. I couldn't get tickets, but I'm pumped. Oh, I feel bad. There's a couple of people who hit me up and they were like, oh, I, I've been trying. I, I can't get Austin FC tickets. How the hell did you get them? Huh? I don't know what to tell you. Man, yeah. look, do, do a podcast that becomes a TV show. Uh, <laughs> You'll get all the tickets you want. <laughs> it's the best way to. That, that's you know, how they I should have given. They should have taken the ticket they offered me. And mm-hmm. we should have, they should have given it to us as a giveaway. Oh, okay. Would have well. been smart. Let them know. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. Everybody on Twitch, well, we appreciate you. Uh, it's always super fun. Every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, uh, come back. Uh, always have a great time doing this. Uh, all right. We are done, everybody. My name is Christian Polanco. I am Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! Cooligans!